Hi, friends. I'm Chandra Sanchez. And I'm Misha Lazera. And you're listening to Bandwives. do this Misha we can do it hi we are doing it hi <laughs> you're doing it how are you I'm so happy to see your face I'm good it's cold the kids all needed their coats for school today so this is my prime this is my prime season how are you this is very cold it's 20 here it was here we got a blizzard upstate last night very jealous uh but we're going to Florida next week so we're gonna miss the coldest part and I'm a little sad mm, we it was like 35, which is about as cold as it gets for the most part. So this is kind of the people were, you know, on the news about it. I love it. I put up a Christmas tree last night. I know yours is fully up. I saw that. You put up your bedroom tree. Is that the first is that the first step? It is. It is. We do a fake one in my room, a fake one in the basement, and okay. then a real one in the living room. But we try not to get that until like the day after Thanksgiving or it will die and be completely yes. sad. That's part of the reason we do fake too, because we talked about it in the last episode. And I was like, well, I should have said the real reason is because I put it up in like the in October. <laughs> so it would never last. <laughs> I drove by the thrift store the other day and they had a little tree in the front. So I went and got it and put it in our where our office where Adam and I work. So we have a tree and then we didn't have any ornaments for it. So I found these little like dinosaur toys. <laughs> That's what we have. So that's where I am now. And so I get to look at that too. That's so cute. Claudio called me the other day from Target and he was like, um, hey, I'm just calling to let you know that almost all the ornaments at Target are gone. Our Target too. Cleared out. I mean, not that that's an emergency. We literally have 17 <laughs> boxes. I don't know why this was an emergency for him, I, but I'm that shocked. That is hilarious because I, same thing, went to Target. No, there's nothing. And I texted my siblings and I said, I know we're all worried about shortages and there's a lot of problems in the world right now, but this is serious. This makes me feel like I'm worried about what's going on because normally it's just insane. Yeah. It could also do with the fact that they put stuff out like before Halloween. Yeah. It's just more time for people to to sort of like mindlessly shop. I, I don't know. I went back yesterday and there was nothing. Still. You're going to have to make some. I love doing that. Me too. The popcorn and the oranges and cranberries. Yeah. Fancy. But speaking of Christmas and holidays, we're jumping very conveniently over. (laughs) Forget it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know, I think you and I probably have a lot of thoughts about Thanksgiving. I do. I don't want to, I don't want to alienate any listeners, (laughs) but I just prefer to generally skip over it. Yes. I think it is a great time to avoid the hoopla, but to also think about the things that we're really thankful for, right? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like holiday decoration. Like Christmas. Yeah. I, yeah, you know, all the holidays we just have to, I, I really love getting together with my siblings. That is what I'm thankful for. And so it's an excuse to get together with my family and cook big meals. It's definitely a complicated 
premise. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I, you know, we're actually going to be with my family this year for Thanksgiving, which doesn't happen often. Every like three or four years we'll go down because it's big, chaotic Thanksgiving. So I'm on this group text for the Thanksgiving planning this year. And I'm thankful that most years I'm not on this group text. That's what I'm grateful for. It is a complete and utter shit show. There are fires being put out that are not even real fires at this point about tablecloths, when we're beginning, (laughs) who's not coming because they have, um, you know, controlling new boyfriends and girlfriends, like, which by controlling means they just want to split the time between the families. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's a real, it's a real hoopla. So. But then my cousin and I will just call each other in between and be like, what is happening on this chat? <laughs> oh, <laughs> my gosh. Nuts. So yeah. fun, though. What What's the weather like down there at Thanksgiving? It's a, it's a crapshoot, but usually like 70. Hmm. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm hoping there's at least like a crisp chill in the air of 65, but probably not. <laughs> I know. I wish I was going home. A lot of... Minnesotans are complaining that it's like already feels like January. So, and my cousin said that Malax has got an inch of ice. He tried to walk on it and fell through. <laughs> so, not frozen for sure. It's way too early for that, but it's so cold. I think that they're thinking it'll freeze soon so we can fish. Do you go ice fishing? I don't know. I, I've been like in the sheds for ice skating. But I don't ice fish, but he loved my cousin. My cousins loves it, lives for it. Always yeah. really excited. His mom's, my aunt is always paranoid about the ice. He's always updating about the ice. It's a big thing. It's a whole thing. Ice watch 2023. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. My grandmother loved ice fishing. I remember we went to Colorado one year for Christmas. Instead of doing Christmas gifts and a big Christmas in Florida, she, like everybody flew to Colorado. We stayed at this lodge. And like, she went ice fishing all day. She was just gone by herself, <laughs> you know, in her, in her little that's hut. So she loved I, it. I love that. I mean, she's from Michigan, so. That's what I want my grandkids to say about me. Like, grandma was gone all day by herself in the ice hut. <laughs> that's like my dream. <laughs> Being in the ice hole. Like, I'm concerned about the bathroom situation. I have so many, I have so many concerns with ice fishing. I would say it's like a compost bucket, like a compostable okay. toilet situation. Yeah. I don't know what your grandma did, but. Yeah. I get I get really nervous, <laughs> but you know, oh. desperate times. What you got to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that reminds me of tour stories where they would like go in the Mountain Dew bottles and all yeah. that Gatorade. As somebody who has been very desperate many many times <laughs> in my life, one time on the way home from Montauk, I remember stopping at Dunkin' Donuts, and like at this point, it's like a, you know a three hour drive with traffic from Montauk to Brooklyn, so. I was, and I'm chugging coffee, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. So it was a dire situation and there was an accident on the road, stuck in this traffic. I finally get off, go in this Dunkin' Donuts and I'm like, my face is blue. I'm shaking, you know, (laughs) and I go in and I was like, you know, do you have a restroom? And you know that moment in your head when you have to go to the bathroom and you're like, oh, I'm I'm about to, there's Mm -hmm. safety here and your Mm -hmm. body kind of, okay, (laughs) prepares. So I go in, assumed there would be public restroom there was not and so as i'm like shaking around i'm asking can you please make an exception i see a bathroom there i know it's for employees only but can i use it she said nope and i said i'll give you 20 dollars. and at that point i looked like a crackhead and so she 
was like, absolutely not. Can you please leave? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wow. My friend was in the car with me and her son and my son. And they're all, like, laughing and talking and whatever, being humans. And I was just like, everybody needs to shut <laughs> up. <laughs> She's like, you were about to fall apart. I've never seen this desperate. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, wow. So. Yeah, that's hard. Thankful for public restrooms. You know what? That stay open and that are actually public. Yes, me too. I have, uh, after three kids, just have to go to the bathroom all the time. I just have no bladder control. And so we were walking around Santa Cruz recently this uh, summer, August, and it was the same thing. And I was like, I have to have to go to the bathroom, like, really every 30 minutes. Like, that's just the reality, you know, <laughs> welcome to motherhood. And But on the pier, they have public restrooms, like, and that they're, like, so creepy. And you're really scared someone's going to be waiting in there for you. But you know what? They're there. For public use. Is it because of Lost Boys? It's because of um, Blood Meridian by Cormac McCarthy. At the yes. end of that novel is that exact scenario. I don't want to give anything Santa away. Cruz is, is batting a 200 for terrifying things happening on the boardwalk. <laughs> what? Do you remember the movie Lost Boys? I don't re- I know the title. The but Vampires? I don't- it was Wait, like in the is 80s. it um, Kiefer Sutherland? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Oh, yes. that's on the Santa Cruz board. Yeah. I don't remember enough I think about it. Is. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I need to watch it now. I I love like that that era of movies. The From Dusk Till Dawn. What's the other vampire? Is that the vampire? Mm-hmm. It's Lost Boys or From Dusk Till Dawn? Both. Yeah. And it's like. There's the cowboy one, but they're like super 80s cowboys. Yes. <laughs> the, best, the best kind of cowboys. Yeah. And they're like, the, everything looks like it's in the 80s, but adjusted. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. This is all like part of childhood. It's opened a whole yeah. suppressed part of my brain. We talk a lot of, you know, stories and um, like examples of stories in my classes, but I'm like a, almost a generation older than my students now. And so I'm always referencing something. Um, Someone said, I don't know if I told you this already. Someone said gray is my favorite color in the class. And I was like, oh, like the Counting Crows song. And they just start. <laughs> no, not one of them knew not the Counting one. Crows. No. I was, I, so I, that, but that happens like at least once a month. Did you did you assign that as homework? I feel like that should be <laughs> the torture that those records put us through. The the emotional just in my head, living rent free. Totally. They should have to be there too. <laughs> I went on a field trip the other day and one of the teachers who was there, she's really young. Um, and there was a song that came on. I think it was like a heart song or something. And she was, it came on. I'm like, oh, no, you don't know yet. But when the chorus gets in, you're going to know it. And it came in and she looked at me and she was like, oh, I do not know this song. (laughs) (laughs) Do not even know any part of it. Yeah. Oh, it was These Dreams. What's the chorus? These dreams go on. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Anyway, felt like a common song. Wasn't. She's babe. Isn't it in Top Gun? Probably. Yeah. Maybe. I've only seen Top Gun in small increments. Oh. I know. Oh, it's... Get roasted for this. I've I've yeah. seen like the beginning, and then I've seen the end another time, and then I've seen like the middle. It's one of those like <laughs> hotel movies that I'll watch, yeah. like, kind of mm-hmm. catch when it's on. You know, you're in Milwaukee or something. Yeah. No, I probably went through a phase. I feel like I've seen it like forty five times. The parts I've seen are excellent. It's 
I mean, it's good. Tom Cruise is kind of like a weirdo now, but he's yeah. super handsome. So when he was young and, and now, ever. That Val Kilmer documentary that came out. Oh, I didn't year. watch it. Made me want to like actually watch the whole movie. It was so good. I heard it was good. I saw him live. We went to his place, Citizen Twain, before like before Sylvie was even born. So, how was that? Amazing. I just love that he loves Mark Twain. I also love Mark Twain, so it made me like him. I guess. <laughs> and Willow. It's a great movie. Yeah, yeah. He seems like a far deeper dude than you would think. I thought I found it to be very interesting. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet, but I was told to. Speaking of interesting and insightful, uh, another thing on my grateful list this week was good books. Um, And I picked up two new books. One is called The Butterfly Lampshade. I haven't heard of that. So it's like a kind of a sci-fi vibe, but not at all. And it's it's a mother-daughter story about like mental illness. This little girl like remembers eating a butterfly off of this printed silk lampshade at a babysitter's house and like swallowing it. Um, and she starts to have these memories of like things that were concrete. It's really interesting. It's really, really interesting. I'm enjoying it very much. Um, and then a book of short stories that are a little bit macabre. Who's that by? Yeah. Uh, Mariana Enriquez. This is called The Danger of Smoking in Bed. Oh, compelling title. Yeah. So I'll let you know how they go. But yeah. I have been really dedicating time this week to actually reading. Good. I try. Yeah. That's what I did last night. And I'm reading a really good book called Magic, a History by Chris Gosden. But it's a true uh, nonfiction history of the magic from 40,000 years ago till today. Like, so magic, actual magic. Act- well, it's like the was- idea of magic. So, so it's like re- religion, science, and magic have always kind of worked in in a set. And he's saying that instead of like actually being pitted against each other, they're just like the triangle of human kind of history and belief and existence. And it shouldn't be shunned. It's just in being shunned currently because of trends through time, but it's actually like a valid and functional human belief. It's so interesting. Just reading about the what the anthropological findings of magic, which is I'm pretty close to the beginning from like 40,000 years ago and what evidence they have and what burial sites and tools. And it's really, really cool. That sounds amazing. Obviously, like being like a science fiction writer, technically, there's just this ongoing conversation. You know, what we do is not true science fiction. There are very specific parameters for what that is. Um, So we've always been like more in the soft sci-fi world. Mm-hmm. They're definitely like magical elements. There are, you know, fantasy portions, and so it's it's hard because sometimes you feel like you don't have a home because the lines of mm-hmm. what is science, what is magic, what is fantasy, yeah. you know, what is religious fiction. Mm-hmm. People want to like really draw lines in the sand for those things. So that makes me feel a little justified. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Genre is hard because I also my books are they were don't really know what to. Uh, like it's yeah. like literary fiction but it's also like contemporary romance but it's also like small town fiction there are so many genres you can just like yes. set you know slap those label stickers on there and agree same with music yeah. it's like yes we don't need to compartmentalize everything the way that we do necessarily except for sales <laughs> and <laughs> shelf space <laughs> true uh yeah that's the that is useful and i'm also got a new audiobook 
called Our Missing Hearts by Celeste Ng. And that is top of the charts right now. She's great. She wrote Little Fires Everywhere. Okay. But this one is dystopian YA. So a huge turn Ooh. for her. So she was writing like histo- kind of her last book was like historical literary fiction, but it was the 90s. So it doesn't feel very historical to me. <laughs> but this one is, yeah, total shift in genre. So she's really, I'm excited to listen to it. I'm going to check that out. I want to get some more audiobooks. I have all my Audible credits are just like stacking up and then they disappear, you know? And I Oh, I didn't know that. I don't know about audio, um, that Apple one. So I don't know. It's like a subscription. So you get like a certain amount of credits. Oh. And then I forget that I have it oh. because I will go down the podcast route and like completely oh, yeah. abandon my, you know, my audiobook. So I have so many books just sitting there waiting. That's good. I, I finished already free by Bruce Tift, which I've talked okay. about a while now. It's like self-help if you're into that. I'll be honest with you. I don't think I've ever read a single self-help book except uh, one from the 70s that my grandma gave me about like positive <laughs> thinking. Yeah, but none of those. My mom loves that. She loves those. Um, But I feel like I get a lot of it by proxy from her. Okay, yeah. I get the cliff notes. Adam gets all that by proxy. I'm sure he loves it. I'm like, (laughs) look at all I've learned about liberation. And um, yeah, so I get that. Now, what else are you thankful for? I guess we could get into that. (laughs) Um, Okay. Well, my list is, um, I have this tree. And like like an outside tree. No, it's like a um, it's like a money tree. Oh, oh, in your house, money tree in my house. Yes. Mm -hmm. So my mom got me this tree probably fourteen years ago when we first moved into our house upstate, Mm -hmm. and it has, it is huge. It is like tremendous. It's my oldest plant. Oh, I love that. I have one of those. So you just put it in a bigger pot and they keep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's it was. I mean. Just like probably six feet tall at this point. Like it's huge. And when I got it, it was like a little half foot, you know, Uh baby. And so it's gone through a lot. We left it in the car one time. It froze and it like looked like it was going to die. And then it came back. And so we've carried it with us to every house. And the other day I go upstairs and my adorable son, who I love very, very much, has tried to climb up on a stool or like the couch or something to open the, the drapes in our room. And must have like fallen into the tree, and the entire top of it is snapped off. Like the entire thing is completely snapped off. It is just two sticks sticking out of this pot, and I'm devastated. Like devastated. So I, you know, put put the put them into water and tried to propagate them. And the branches like did not look like they were doing well. So I just kind of like you know notched the sticks that are still in the pot. And, um, you know, I, I haven't had the heart to like get rid of it because it's so emotional. And so I just got like, put it in the window and because it's a money tree, obviously it's like, yeah, it's like a sign of our love. It's superstition. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, like everything's falling apart. Um, and so I go down there and there's little tiny baby shoots coming out. Oh, amazing. Plants want to live. My mom is always like, I'm so bad at houseplants. I don't know. I'm like, they want to survive. They want to live. It's their prerogative. You just got to give them the space. Yeah. And in a year of two eclipses, I thought to myself, wow, this is like, it's not the end. It's a new beginning. And so I'm grateful for fresh starts and letting go. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, I've had many times where I've come into a room and the plants just like pots broken, plants spilled, no one said a word. No one said anything. Well, I'm glad it's coming back. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Give me one from your list. 
Well, I have two. Adam comes home today, which is always great. Just such a relief. Yeah, he'll be home this evening. And then we'll be on to our Thanksgiving festivities. We have family photos um, from my friend takes in the park that she does it every year. She's done it since Asa was born, the the year Asa was born. So this will be like the eighth year, ninth year. And um, so that'll be fun. And then do you guys wear matching outfits? Yeah, kind of, pretty much. Yeah, we color coordinate, and I haven't planned them this year, and they're tomorrow, so they won't be. Most years, I'm like really on top of it, but with teaching and writing and and the podcast and some of the other stuff, I'm just kind of like, we'll just let it, yeah, fall into place, yeah. And so that, and then I know that we're gonna talk about this endlessly, and people will probably (laughs) either be sick of us or be like really happy for us and living maybe vicariously or planning their own trips. But you and I have booked, not just talked about, but booked our writer's residency in Italy for spring break. It's all I can think about. I can't, I'm so grateful. I just can't believe it's happening. We have a projects planned to work on while we're there, which we are not going to talk about yet, but I'm so excited. It's amazing. It feels very right. Everything about it feels very serendipitous. It's Italy. Yeah. We're getting a car. We're driving around. Mm-hmm. I mean, Getting my international driver's license. I'm going to feel like James Bond a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Maybe we go to international prison for our, <laughs> our driving. I don't know. But- <laughs> no, I'm going to be certified, an international driver certified. And they're on the right side of the road. I don't think I would try left because I'm, I don't, I don't think, I think it would be too, like, I'm too automatic of a yes. person and a driver. I, but I think the right side of the road, I got this. Um, I'm excited. We're hoping it is more Eat, Pray, Love and less Broke Down Palace. <laughs> Adam does not want Eat, Pray, Love. No, He's no, very specific that it cannot be the outcome of this trip. So, oh my yeah. Gosh. But lots of pasta. We're being Chianti, so wine. Chianti and Montepulcianos are my favorite. I love Montepulciano. Yeah. There's no way that this can't be the best thing that happens in 2023. <laughs> we'll have a story out of it either way. Yeah. So... Yeah, but then I got accepted into a Norwegian summer residency. Oh, my God. Yet I'm, my next book is, has to do with Norway, so I actually need to go. So that one's couple, uh, two weeks. Amazing. Oh, my god. So gosh. it's my year. I really – travel is what I love. It's what I want to do. And so I'm trying to hit 10 new countries before 40 through writer's residencies, which is very much a discounted way to travel. Mm-hmm. And you get to work and travel, which is kind of, I've said before what I do anyway, for the most part, especially when I'm traveling without kids, because then I have time to work. But so, yeah. Residencies for most people are a great way to be inspired or to go somewhere new and feel, you know, new energy. But for parents specifically, it's a way to take yourself out of your life so that a week feels like two months. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's going to be, I'm so excited. I'm so grateful but it really like I feel like planning those trips gives you me wings, like wings to get through <laughs> whatever, you know, and Adam and I and so that, that feel like really grateful for that and so grateful that we're going to actually going to be in New York and see you soon. Yeah, I'm so, so excited. I feel like very invigorated me too. for all the things. So excited. And then the guys have their summer tour lined up. Obviously can't say anything about that. But so things are falling into place. Yeah. yeah. For 2023. I think we'll hopefully have a somewhat like fun travel 
like year. I think it's gonna maybe be more of a writing year, but I'm not sure yet. We do have the cruise that's happening. Oh yeah, I saw it year. sold out like that. Congrats. Yeah. So we're grateful for travel. Yeah, I'm so grateful. It's good. You know, I hope that people are listening and thinking about all the things they're grateful for, what they wanna, what they wanna plan that they could be grateful for, or just like sitting at home with family and hanging out, having the weekend, long weekend off. Yep. Hopefully some snow. <laughs> Seriously. Probably having sand. <laughs> but you it'll know. probably be like sixty five and humid here. Like that's what happens. Yes. I'm I'm extra grateful for low expectations. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about sometimes you just have to do that. That's our mm-hmm. holiday pictures. I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna coast right in there. They're gonna be cute, hopefully, no matter what. Sometimes yeah. you just gotta kind of same with our New York trip. Like we don't really have anything planned. Just want to see you, kind of just see what shakes out. It's the best. I mean, I, those are, that's when happy accidents happen. Yeah. So good books. Yes. Travel. Yes. Our husbands, I suppose. Yeah. I'm happy yeah. my husband's coming home. Our, Family time. Yeah. Kiddos. Money trees. Holiday decorations. Now, you inspired me to transplant my money tree. It's like in a window, so it's really small. And it's kind of like smushed up now because it's all the way up to the window. So I, I'll, I'll get a bigger pot for it. Yeah, they'll grow really as, as like... I didn't know that. Yeah, as they can. Yeah. And support them because mine. that was another problem with mine oh. is they're not braided. Mine are not no longer braided because one of yeah. the sticks died off. So they're just like these two oh. sticks floating <laughs> in the wind. Um, but I got them like a bamboo. So you keep braiding it. Like, oh, I don't, but maybe you're supposed to. I don't, I'm, I don't know. I'm not, I haven't researched that. Okay. Far, but I'm <laughs> going to be know. like, don't do that. Or someone will be like, this is what you do. Yeah. I'll yeah. look it up. I, I'm going to, I bought like a couple bigger pots and I've been transplanting ones that need it. So it'll like make it down the line to like a. Yes. Yeah. You'll have like one. leftovers. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay. Well, I am so happy to see you and I'm excited for all of our adventures. I hope you have the best fake holiday tomorrow <laughs> all of you too a relaxing thursday with family or just chilling taking the day off oh i watched an amazing norwegian movie if anyone's interested called the worst person in the world it's on hulu i did not expect to be like i don't cry that often and i was like tears really i'm gonna watch it tonight so good so and it won uh, like a bit like indie film festival awards and stuff so it's- I'm going to write it down right now so yeah. I don't forget, as I do. So that's a good movie. It's a good Thanksgiving movie. Really, like, make you think about your life and what you want. All right. So there's your homework for the week, and we will <laughs> see you in one week when the dust clears. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.